Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever it is and wherever you're listening to it right now. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Weston Long. This is Platinum in the Rough. We have another awesome episode for you today. We talk about one of the most polarizing guys in country music, Sam Hunt. You either hate him or you love him. And we also have Spencer Crandall coming by towards the end of the episode to talk about his new single, I Thought We Broke Up. And finally, I have something to say about the CMA Awards. There's one thing that's uh, grinding my gears a little bit. So here we go. Let's do this. thing we need to talk about today is the CMA Awards, who I thought was very deserving, who I was happy to see win, uh, some of the controversies of the CMA Awards just in general. So let's dive right in. So the first thing, the main thing that everyone is talking about is Garth Brooks lip syncing. So I'll preface this by saying I love Garth Brooks. I think he's probably one of the best artists of all time. Notice I say one of the best. I don't believe in calling any artist the best of all time. And if you're going to do it, it probably has to be George Strait. If we're going to say one guy's the best of all time. I do really love Garth Brooks, but I don't know if we can call him the greatest of all time. Anyway, so it was obvious that he was lip syncing during his performance at the CMAs. And I have a very strong opinion about lip syncing in general. If you're a performer, there should be very, very few times that you should be lip syncing ever. That's your trade and that's your craft. And to lip sync, I feel like is just giving up. That being said, I was not in his shoes that night, nor were any of us. So we can't be super critical about it. Um, he did it. Let's just move on after that. But also, that being said too, if I was going to choose out of all of the things to either lip sync or give up on, he stated that the reason that he did it was because he had shows coming up in the next couple days, and you want it to be good for them. I don't buy this because he's only playing a song or two. If I'm in his shoes, and I'm accepting such a great award, I'm going to be doing everything I can, especially when my audience for these one or two songs is going to be greater than my audience probably at all of the shows coming up that I have combined. Everyone at home is watching you. Probably all of the people that don't get to come to your shows because they either can't afford it, they don't have time to do it, they have kids that are keeping them from doing it, or other obligations, and this is their time to see it. This is their time to to witness the songs that they want to see. So, 
to say that you're saving out for other concerts, I think is a cop out. And I think it was, uh, something that he said in hindsight, just to kind of smooth it over. I don't buy that. I don't think you should have lip synced. I think if it comes down to it, grind through those one or two songs, even if you don't sound the greatest, that's okay. You're going to catch more flack if you're caught lip syncing than you are if you're going to go out there and sound terrible because you've been performing so much. Everyone respects that. Not a single person is going to have any argument against you if you go out and sing and your voice breaks down because you've been performing too much. That means you're making too many people hear your music, which is just I don't see the negative in that. My final comment on this is that if you are going to lip sync, if you're going to do it, it does sound good and it does look good if you're good at it. Make sure you're good at it. Make sure that you can handle the burden of this before you take it on. That's another thing that just irritated me about it. You got to be 100% that it's going to look pretty much real if you're going to do this. Obviously, people are going to know. Because it's basically the studio version that's playing over you. It's not going to sound exactly the same. But at least make it look on TV, at the very least, the same. So, anyway, that's my opinion on it. I don't think you should have lip-synced. I think it was kind of silly. I think it's kind of a cop-out. Not that I was in his shoes. Oh, excuse me. I wasn't in his shoes. I'm not an artist. I don't know how it is to sing almost every day. I don't understand how it is to perform. I don't understand any of those things. So from my outside vantage point looking in, this is the easy way to say my opinion. I wasn't in his shoes. I don't know. Maybe I don't... Maybe there are things that I don't understand. But anyway, that's it. So let's move on to um, some of the winners and the awards. And just want to talk about him. He did win Entertainer of the Year, which... He has toured a lot. He has played (laughs) a crazy amount of stadiums and a crazy amount of concerts in general. But I don't think it should have been such a runaway for him because everyone was acting like it was 100% his win here. And I think Eric Church should have been, at the very least, very close in consideration because it's just very hard to deny that Church... He plays for three or four hours at a time, just him by himself sometimes, too. So it's hard to deny that Eric Church could definitely have been in the conversation for Entertainer of the Year as well. So let's move on. Um, Blue Angel Color won the single of the year, which is for the artists themselves, not the songwriters, which some people get that confused. Um, I think that's probably a good choice. Uh, I could have definitely seen body like a back road just because it was so it was just across so many formats and it was just such a huge song definitely could have seen that would have would not have been disappointed had that one um i'm not upset with blue angel color i really enjoy that song and i think it deserved it um dirt on my boots from john party also could have been up there honestly tin man and uh better man i just those had no chance really uh, to go on to the next one, album of the year. I really had no dog in this fight. Um, I personally don't really <laughs> don't really enjoy any of these albums. They're not my uh, not my country taste exactly. But I would say out of the 
five that are, were in this. The weight of these wings from Miranda and then, uh, excuse me, the Nashville sound from Jason Isbell. Uh, Heartbreak from Lady A, From a Room Volume 1 from Stapleton, and The Breaker from Little Big Town. Out of all of those, I would definitely say Chris Stapleton probably deserved that the most. So, no problems with that one there. So now we're on to Song of the Year. Uh, this is for the songwriters and not the artists themselves. So we have Tin Man, followed by the other four that I just mentioned there. Um, Taylor Swift was the writer for Better Man, and it took the win on that one. Um, also another one I really don't have a problem with. I think that was probably a good choice. Very well written song, even though it's not my, uh, personal jam. Uh, definitely a great written song. I have great respect for that song. It's, it's a great song. It's just not my, uh, personal taste. So moving on to female vocalist of the year, like this category is just hard because no one's really even competing in this. So Miranda won it for like the 9,000th time, but that was probably to be expected. So, not much to say about that. Male vocalist of the year. Um, I think this probably also could have maybe went to Church or Keith Urban, but Chris Stapleton took home the win on that one. Uh, not super upset about that one, but like I said, I think Eric Church or Keith Urban definitely could have been considered a little more closely on that one. Vocal group of the year, Little Big Town. Um, I would have liked to have seen Zach Brown Band won it, even though they really haven't done anything massive this year. I think they were probably deserving of it. Um, but Little Big Town is definitely deserving as well. Vocal duo of the year. Goodness, I'm struggling with uh, duo, 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 duo. There we go. So this one was the one that I was exceptionally happy about. Brothers Osborne won this one. They are the most deserving of any of these categories, in my opinion, that I've listed through. And I was so happy that they won. Some of the other guys that were up for consideration, um, Low Cash, FGL, uh, Dan and Shay, and then Maddie and Tay, which that they could have just thrown those out. Um, Brothers Osborne, definitely the most deserving. Great win. They've done so many awesome things this past year, and they've just exploded recently. Very good choice. Very good win. Congrats to those guys. Finally, we have a musical event of the year, and I really know nothing about this one, so we're just going to say the winner. Uh, funny how time slips away with Glenn Campbell and Willie Nelson. Um, yeah, I can't really <laughs> I can't really throw my two cents in on that one because uh, I don't really know a whole lot about it. And then we have musician of the year. Um, it was Mag McAnally. Um, on the guitar, and I think that is it. No, we're, we got one more. Music video of the year. It Ain't My Fault from the Brothers Osborne, which is a really awesome video. If you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it. And then uh, we have new artist of the year, too. John Party. This was another one. I can't believe I almost skipped over this one. This is another one right along there with uh, new duo of the year. Or vocal duo of the year. Vocal duo of the year? What what they call it? Hold on. Yeah, vocal duo of the year with Brothers Osborne. So I'm really glad that John Party won New Artist of the Year. Uh, there were a couple... Like, all of the artists in this I really love, so it's hard for me to choose personally. Uh, Brett Young I really love, but he doesn't have more than, like, one or two massive songs. John Party has... 
a couple of massive songs, especially Dirt On My Boots, just gigantic song. Um, Old Dominion, I really love Old Dominion, but they haven't really came out with a song that uh, went over the top. Lauren Elena, exactly the same. Um, I I personally love all of her music, but um, it's not like synonymous with everyone yet. And then Luke Combs, Luke Combs just got his second massive hit, and I think Luke Combs will have many awards coming to him very soon, probably just not quite there for this one yet. So, very happy that John Party won that, um, and that's all of the CMA Awards, so that's everything that I have to say about that. Um, gotta get a drink real quick. Excuse me. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out, uh... Not so happy with the lip-syncing incident, but now you know my opinion on that one. So, to move on, we are going to talk about Sam Hunt today. And we're going to talk about Sam Hunt's oldest, uh, or first, EP, album, whatever you want to call it, mixtape, whatever uh, he titles it as. I think he titles it as a mixtape. Um, there are so many great songs on this. It was before Montevallo, and all of the... Uh, huge songs that we know from him, like Take Your Time. It was before all of that. It was actually, I listened to Montevallo first, and then I heard some of the uh, the songs off of this album just because I was like searching for the songs on that album. And this one is just packed with amazing songs. So uh, it has his versions of some of the songs that he wrote for other artists. So... Let's listen to this one right here. You might know this one. I told you I wouldn't call. I told you I wouldn't care. But baby, climbing walls gets me nowhere. I don't think that I can take this bed. Getting any colder. Come over, come over, come over, come over, come over. And of course, that one was a huge hit for Kenny Chesney. Um, to move on to other songs that are on this album, I just love this entire album. But we also have... Well, I'm just going to let you listen to it. I'm not even going to tease you about it. It's a Friday night. It's a small town girl. Everything is right. And we Of course, that was the big hit for Billy Currington. There are also two other songs that were uh, recorded by other artists on this album. Probably the most famous one, Cop Car, that was recorded by Keith Urban. And we also have I Met a Girl that was that I talked about um, an episode or two ago. That was recorded recently by William Michael Morgan. And I said that I like Sam Hunt's version better. So um, we're going to move on to... Three other songs that probably you've never heard in your entire life. <laughs> Unless you're already a fan of this mixtape or this album, 
These are three songs that Sam Hunt didn't put on any other albums. Uh, it was just on this one. All I've heard it on is either YouTube or just the digital download of this. So I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. And the first one I chose is titled Vacation. And the reason I chose this one first is because I hate that it's getting cold outside. I hate it. I hate winter. I just want to live where it's like 105 at all times. I really just want to like move to the desert or like South Texas or as close to the equator as possible. So anyway, <laughs> I chose this one because it makes me feel like summer again. And I'm just going to play it for you. So here we go. No phone, no shoes I got on a pair of cheap shades I'm probably gonna lose Dug a hole in the sand With some kid's toy Now I'm kicked back in it like a lazy boy Got the radio right I'm lounging home Take a picture of me Put it on a postcard Hey, I'm on vacation I'm on If that doesn't make you want to chill on a beach or just want summer back, uh, something's wrong with you. That's plain and simple. So moving on from that one, he's got a lot of cool just uh, summertime kind of feeling, songs, less serious, uh, ones that just make you feel good. And here we go with another one. Feels like two. We can't afford to unwind. We can't afford not to. We're going out. Go raid your closet and your top drawer. We're going out. Tie your hair up pretty. Leave the hangers on the floor. It's Saturday night. And the city never sleeps. It's Saturday night. Baby, why should we? I got a clean t shirt and a shot of cologne. And to move on from that one, after you're feeling good, you make all these memories with your friends, this one's going to finish it off for you because you want to, you just want to encapsulate all of it. That last one was titled Saturday Night. This next one is titled Bottle It Up. You're just thinking about everything that you've done and all of the cool moments that you just want to relive. And this is going to talk about that. Felt good on sunburnt feet Sitting on pool chairs We drugged to the beach But that salty air was bittersweet Waiting for the sun to rise Best friends talking about the memories we made We couldn't believe that we would graduate And the wind and the waves were slipping away but that moment felt so alive If I could bottle it up and have a 
splash in the truck, splash in my cup, and never get old. One little sip, just a taste on my lip. I'll be taking a trip wherever I go. I keep a life good, sweet bliss. Does it ever really get better than this kind of buzz? If I could bottle it up, if I could bottle it up. Sorry, it's hard for me to not sing along to this. <laughs> so if you need an album, to remind you of summer, to break you out of your fall and winter funk and get you feeling good again, go check out the Between the Pines mixtape by Sam Hunt. You'll hear awesome versions of songs that have been recorded by other artists that were originally written by Sam Hunt and just some other cool songs too that you probably haven't heard before that are just going to get you feeling good. That's all I want to do this week. We're not going to have any songs that are too heavy. I'm just going to make you feel good. The Those are definitely prime songs for that. So to move on to our uh, our last segment here, we have the new song of the week, and it's called I Thought We Broke Up by Spencer Crandall. It was one of the kind of like out-of-the-box choices that I've thought of for new song of the week, but I heard it and I just had to play it. Um, I've heard of this guy for about a year now. I've been following him on Instagram. He does a lot of awesome covers of other songs, of massive, just like platinum and huge radio hit songs that we all know. So I'm going to play this song for you, and then we're going to hear from Spencer when I interviewed him this past weekend, and we're going to hear him talk about his new single. Last time we talked, you said it was over, I was working on, moving on. Finding some closure I was doing pretty good till you walked in Started flirting like nothing ever happened Baby, I thought we broke up So I got your hands on my waist Girl, don't say it's cause we drunk You know that Patron isn't to blame So explain why we both And there is Spencer Crandall with I Thought We Broke Up. I wanted to talk to him and um, let him introduce himself to you guys. A guy that you definitely need to know about. um, So he can talk about his new album. He can talk about where he grew up and how he got started in music. So let's move on to my interview with Spencer Crandall. This week, we welcome a new artist to Platinum in the Rough. I first saw him on Instagram, actually, a couple months ago, and I've been digging his stuff ever since. He does tons of awesome covers, and I'm not the only one that thinks so. You can just look at all of the comments on his videos. Um, he has a new single that I chose for our new song of the week, titled I Thought We Broke Up. We have Spencer Crandall on the phone. Spencer, what's going on, man? What's up? How you doing? Good. Good, man. It's good to have you on. Thank you for joining good. us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get too far, let's uh, let the listeners know about you and um, just how you grew up. But you live in Nashville now, correct? Yep, live okay. in Nashville. I'm from Denver, Colorado. I moved here about oh a year and a half ago now, last August, and uh, it's been a blast. Awesome, awesome. So everyone kind of like pulls something from their childhood as a source of like, um, what made them want to do music and just as a source right. of things that influence their music right now, what would you say from your childhood 
um, influenced your writing style and just what made you want to do music in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so from Denver, Colorado, my parents are both like huge super fans of music. So I really was just a fan of music for so long. My dad is a huge country music fan. So I grew up listening to all the greats, um, you know, the Garth Brookses and the Tim McGraws of the world. So I was obsessed with those guys growing up. My mom loves country music, but is also like into John Mayer and Michael Bublé and Justin Timberlake <laughs> and my older brother is like hip hop and um, EDM. And so I am like the love child of all that music <laughs> combined. And, and so here we are writing country songs and country storytelling with a little pop, a little hip hop, a little weirdness. I just like to do stuff different. Um, so I grew up Denver, Colorado, obviously tons of outdoors, um, fishing and just camping basically every single weekend but then also living weirdly close to a city so growing up with a ton of urban influences in that way so i think that really is a great way to sum up my music in like it's country with a twist it's country but close to something else as well so right cool so um out of all of the country artists like growing up that um i we're about the same age so we've had the greats like um garth and George that were a little before our time, but still just synonymous mm -hmm. with country. But there's been yeah. guys like Tim McGraw and um, Alan Jackson and guys that were huge when we were little. So out of yeah. all of those guys, who was like the number one, do you think? Like if you had to narrow it down, who would be the number one, do you think? I usually say this. I have a Mount Rushmore of country guys in my okay. brain. <laughs> Let's and hear it. Usually Kenny Chesney, Keith Urban, Tim McGraw and Garth. Those are like my four dudes, like incredible entertainers. They know how to choose songs that get people on their feet and moving and also have songs that make people want to cry their eyes out. Yeah, absolutely. Which is always a cool dynamic. And they just tell, I mean, like don't take the girl and stupid boy and there goes my life. And more than a memory are like all the kind of songs that got me into songwriting. Like they literally give me chills every time I listen to them. And I, I want to tell a story that puts somewhere some puts people somewhere. Like the the best storytellers and the best songwriters don't just say, I feel sad. They say, you know, she took my dog and she popped my truck tires. That's what makes you sad. They tell yeah. the story and you they, you're immediately you see the dog, you see the tires and that's what those guys are so, so good at. And just entertaining-wise, I mean, there's nobody like those four. So I always have a hard time narrowing it down. But that's my <laughs> Mount Rushmore. You did a good job because that was just an excellent four. I don't know if I could top that myself. Um, right? It's pretty good. It's right. Pretty good. <laughs> so you're definitely drawn to more the uh, the the storytelling element rather than just something um, that gets you moving. Even though that's important, but it's the, it's the story behind it that means more. Yep. And I, I love, don't get me wrong, like Justin Timberlake is my idol. There's one dude who I want to collaborate with in the world. It would be JT. But <laughs> like, I love the storytelling of country music. So if I can make someone move and groove and feel as good and get a beat behind it and like, ooh, that's, that feels like Justin Timberlake. But then I tell you a story behind that. That to me are the songs I always remember. Like, that's why, I mean, Sam Hunt's one of my idols. He makes you want to move and groove and dance and but like house party you see every single thing that's going on neon t-shirt over a lampshade and 
it's not just I feel good. I can't stop this feeling. There's something in my bones. Like that's all feeling stuff. I love that story. I, I want to see it. You know, yeah. that's what I'm drawn to with the beat and the groove of pop and EDM and hip hop and all that good stuff. Well, speaking of that, I have two questions that are perfect. That, that was like a perfect segue for these. So right. one, who would be one artist? Well, you said JT, but let's go past that too. That isn't country okay. Okay. that would influence you a lot. It isn't country that influenced me not a lot. That isn't JT. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm pigeonholing you. Know, actually, you. No, no, that's great. Um, <laughs> I think somebody who's influenced me a ton is um, Ed Sheeran. I think like he's probably okay. in my like overall Mount Rushmore of artists because he actually is like super country, like the Galway girl and castle on a hill. Those are like country songs at heart. It's telling you a story. It's pre- it's bringing you into his personal life. Um, and he, again, like <laughs> shape of you, is like probably the biggest pop song in the last five years. He knows how to make you move. He knows how to make you want to get going. Yeah. And then he also has the songs on the same record that are like, you know, happier or dive where it's just like slow it down a little bit. And he, he, he writes everything on an acoustic guitar. He does everything one man show. And it's super inspiring to watch somebody be able to command a stadium with a guitar. Like the only two people I know that can do that are Eric Church and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's interesting that you say all of that too, because um, if just a a well known country guy, let's just say um, Eric Church or somebody like that, took some of these songs, these Ed Sheeran songs, we wouldn't deny it as being indefinitely country. Like it definitely well, would be. It's just the fact that we know Ed Sheeran as um, a pop singer, as especially a pop like a UK pop guy, right? It just changes and label, everyone's labels mind. are great to, you know, on which charts should someone be, but especially our generation, man, people just don't care. They just want great music. And, and the good stuff is being, is being found because the internet's awesome. Like n- gone are the days where you have to report to a record label and grind on an album for seven years till your first single comes out. Like, if I if I like a song, I can put it out tomorrow. Like I know Drake that. and some of these guys are putting out mixtapes like just whenever they want. And it's awesome. And there's so much access to music and different kinds of music. We don't have to go into the record store and go through the sections. Like there's no sections. There's no lines. Everything's blurred. Ed Sheeran's country now. Haran's country. I'm pop. You know, Sam Hunt's pop. But yet we're all the opposite. It's it's cool, man. I love it. Some people hate it, and some people are super traditionalist and you know, keep pop where pop is in country. I'm like, just bring it on. Keep making cool music. Do something different. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, you basically answered my second question right there. It's like you read my mind oh, with it. Answering all these questions. <laughs> because, because I was going to ask, what do you think when somebody says, like, that's not country? But that pretty much sums it up right there, that um, yeah. thanks to the internet and everything, we don't really have lines anymore, and it's just becoming right. whatever we want it to be unless you're one of those sticklers that just – um, wants it to stay traditional, I suppose. So, what yeah, is there and, anything and else I'll, you want to say about that? People this, um, like sonically, there's a lot of things that I do that I will just admit, like that sounds like a pop song. But guess what? I can break that same song down on a guitar or a piano and tell you a story, and it'll feel real country real fast. I mean, my last single, if all of a sudden you have, you know, Chris Young's voice on it, and he's going like, I thought we broke up. 
oh, now it's the countryside. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just kind of how, however you want to say it, as long as it's telling a story, to me, it, it can be a country song. And, you know, there, there's also topics and stuff like country music. You don't talk about rolling around in your Lambo and your, and your million dollar jet, whatever. Country music is about, yo, we work hard and we take what we have. We never take it for granted. And um, we hang out on Friday nights and Saturday nights and we drink and we party and we fall in love. And that, that to me is what separates country. You know, hip hop is like as cool as it is. I can't relate to people when they're like, I'm popping bottles in the club. I'm like, dude, I can barely <laughs> buy the bottle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's definitely the, the, the content that we relate to the most rather the content, than the sound. Yeah. So speaking of that, I mean, Keith, everyone always says like, what's country? I'm like Keith Urban, right? They're like, yeah, I'm like, cool. He's from Australia. He yeah. doesn't have a country accent. <laughs> yeah. So let's start there. Like my idol, first of all. But I'm like, you know, what is country, what is not? I'll leave it up to the listeners in the market. Yeah. They, they can decide. That's that's mm-hmm. their job. <laughs> so exactly. so speaking of that, when you write a song, um, where is it like is it at the gym or is it just at home or is it when you're out doing something? Where do you get most of your ideas? Like where do they hit you? <sighs> man it can be so random it it's so funny because um airplanes and showers are good places because there's no noise <laughs> i can't bring my phone you know a lot of times a flight without wi-fi helps and i'll just sit there and just brainstorm but i think my best ideas the ones that i really care about come from real life and it, it'll come out of nowhere and i'll literally tell someone to shut up so i can put a note in my phone i'm like no no no, shut up shut up i have to i have to do this and they're like what do you, i just said my little brother the other day someone's gonna rip me off for this song but i don't care this is a great example so my little brother the other day just broke up with his girlfriend of a long time and i was like what happened he's like you know i don't know i I don't think we were in love i think we were just comfortable i was like oh my god i have to put that in my phone right now and like right so we wrote that song and so copyright if you're trying to copy this but we wrote that song and that's a great example like it comes from real life and so sometimes i'm at the gym and i i feel pumped up and i i just think of a thought or a lyric and it goes in the phone other times it is like really trying to figure out how to write a song other times it's life so it's it's all over the place um and that answer was all over the place but it it really is like so random and that's what i think is so fun about songwriting it's a blessing and a curse though because i can't look at anything and not see the song in it so like right. i'll be at the movies with my parents and i'm like guys this is a great they're like yeah we don't care <laughs> they're just getting used to it by now right <laughs> yeah oh yeah they're so so would you agree that like the best songs just come from those like happenings rather than actually just sitting down and trying to, to conjure up, I get, I don't want to say conjure, but like trying to create, no, like craft true. a song. Um, it's tough, man, because some of my, some of my favorite songs that I've written or other people have written is sitting down and conjuring and crafting. I, I think the big thing is it really doesn't matter how you come up with it. If you sat down and brainstormed hook ideas for two hours or it really happened to you and every single part of the song is true. Either way, a good song is a good song and people are going to gravitate towards it. And what happens with that song is going to be based on how good it is. It really doesn't matter how you come up with it. Just come up with it. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. So, it, but it's fun and I love it. And that honestly, like is probably my favorite part of the process is watching a note in my phone become a songwriting session 
become a demo session, become a song, become something you sing on stage. That and then people singing along to that song that was once a voice memo or a note. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that to me, if that's all I do for the rest of my life, I'm cool. Is that how your new song came along? Was it just a note in a phone somewhere, or was it... Um... So this happens a lot, and this is how I thought we broke up came to be, is like, we didn't really have a lot to go about. I'm in the, I'm in the songwriting session with, uh, shout out, Sammy Ariaga and Scott Porter, both great friends, awesome songwriters. Check them out on Instagram, all that stuff. Um, and, and we're sitting down to write, and we had one idea that was okay, and then Sammy starts telling a story. He's like, man, I don't know. Like, I was dating this girl, and then I would see her out. And then all of a sudden, she's, like, all over me. I'm like, yo, I thought we broke up. Like, and I was like, ah, stop right there. That's the money. That's the, <laughs> like, that's the North Star. We got to chase it. So he kind of told us more about the story, and we just, like, went after it. And, I mean, we, we all in that room were pulling life stories of, like, oh, my gosh, this happened to me. It's, what's cool is when all three songwriters in the room – find that thing that everyone relates to and then you tell a really cool personal story behind it that to me are the best songs like you know the the ones that really give you the details like here's yeah. an, and I, i'm i'm all over sam hunt all the time because i love that dude yeah that drinking too much song that he put out is like i can't relate to that those verses of like i, I wish i could pay off your student loans with the songs you gave to me. yeah whoa <laughs> But what we can all agree on is, man, I've been drinking too much, missing you. You right. know, so you give them the the blues in the verse and the gospel in the chorus, and that's what we do. Is I thought we broke up, man. I, I love that song, and um, it's done a lot of good things for me. So I feel blessed. I'm 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 really grateful for everyone that's downloaded and listened to, and it's awesome. That's awesome. I've really enjoyed the song so far too, and it's awesome that, that you said it's um, actually like Sammy's story because. Um, all the listeners might know him from the song Expensive. That's a song that I know of yeah. his the most. And um, yep. it's awesome that it kind of like started as his actual life and then turns into a hit for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, what's funny is like it was his story. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, like it, it awakens me. I'm like, I've done the same thing. You know, <laughs> like that's where, again, you find the universal truth that everyone can relate to. Like not everyone is lost a loved one or whatever but when luke bryan says i'm just gonna sit down here and drink a beer and watch the sunset disappear like we all feel that we all like have been there and that's it's so cool man i love songwriting and sammy is great and he brought that idea and it just brings a song to life and like there's nothing like that in the whole world you know yeah absolutely because you give people like me and just everyone who's listening even if it's not exactly our story we felt those elements and we've had that same feeling for sure, for and it's sure. hard for just the average person to encapsulate it in a song, I suppose. But then we have people like yeah. you that can do that for us. That's what's awesome is like, it's my job to kind of tell you what's going on in your brain and put <laughs> it in a way that you're like, Whoa, yes, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Like the best feeling in the world is when we hear a song and we're like, Oh my gosh, I have felt that, but I haven't known how to communicate that or say that it's this huge release. It's this weight off our shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. Is that would you say that's like your favorite so like part about songwriting? Probably. I mean, like I said, to watch it go from notes to something you sing on stage and people sing back to you, that's really special. And then just getting to like document my life and storytell, like I think it's gonna be cool at the end of my life, I'm gonna be able to sit down with, you know, probably thousands of songs 
and be like, yeah, that's when, you know, me and my girlfriend broke up. That's when I got married. That's what this story is. That was that right at that time at that person's apartment. We went and got drinks. Like it's basically just a documentary of my life that hopefully people enjoy and get to, you know, bring into their lives. That's, that's what's cool is people will be like, I'm going through the same thing and it helped me. That's worth it right there. The whole song was worth it. If that one person got through their breakup or whatever, that's, that's the money. Yeah. You won't have VHS tapes like our parents did to uh, document nope, not quite. everything. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a mixtape that goes along with this song, correct? There's three more songs. Yeah, there's a, it's a hard copy thing. So we put, let it happen, do it all again. I don't know, maybe one, two, three or something like that, that we sell at shows. I'm actually working on a new project right now. Uh, this is kind of new information. Um, that will probably have like the piano version of that song on it, which Solid. we're excited about because everyone's been asking for that. So I'm excited to give that to them because we were kind of messing around on like an Instagram story and did it. And people were like, why is that not a thing? So <laughs> we did that working on a bunch of new music. I'm super, super excited about it. Comes out in the new year. So there will be another mixtape coming at you that has, I thought we broke up maybe a little bit different version. Hint, hint. Um, so it'd be great. Perfect. That sounds good. I'm I'm excited yeah. to hear all of it. And you can get the the physical mixtape on your website right now, right? Like yes, in sir. the shop. Yes, sir. And that's yep. spencercrandall.com. Spencercrandallmusic.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you can find him on Instagram at Spencer Crandall, all one word, S-P-E-N-C-E-R-C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L, and check out his new music when it comes out, and find his uh, new single right now. So thanks for joining us, Spencer. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Peace. A big thanks to Spencer Crandall for coming on. And talking about his new song, I Thought We Broke Up, as well as just a little bit about himself, so uh, we all know him now. And if you want to find him, it's at Spencer Crandall, just his full name, um, on Instagram. Check him out. He's got lots of awesome covers. And check out just all of his music. You can find it on Apple. Apple. Why am I saying Apple? iTunes, (laughs) excuse me. And Spotify, Apple Music, um, wherever you get your music at, you can find his personal singles thanks again for having him on and thank you guys for listening if you want to check out all of my platinum in the rough stuff at plat in the rough on instagram and facebook i'll always keep you updated with everything that we're doing all of the artists that we're going to have on um and just all of the upcoming episodes of platinum in the rough so once again thank you guys so much for listening share this with your friends you guys have been doing awesome I thought we were going to be in the tens of listeners for this, but we've definitely been in the hundreds and closer to the thousands. So I'm so ecstatic for all of that. Thank you guys so much for everything. And just keep listening and sharing it with your friends. This has been another episode of Platinum in the Rough.